tuned in to East Tennessee's premier sports radio call-in show. This is The Drive. Good afternoon and welcome to another stellar edition of The Drive. I'm Bear, alongside Houston Cress and Tucker Car- uh, Harlan. Don't do it. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. Right out, of the, right out of the gate, firing on all cylinders. It's so easy. Here. It is. Russ, uh, Russ will not be joining us today. He's taking care of a, he had kind of a, a little bit of a family situation he had to take care of today. He will be hopefully back in the saddle and riding along with us tomorrow, but you're going to have us uh, on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon here in the in the It City, Knoxville, Tennessee. Got a lot to talk about. America's college sports. Is it town or city? Is it city? Did they say city? I think we're the epicenter of college sports excellence right now. When you talk all yeah. around. Oh, yeah. Got to win one of those. Was it the President's Cup? Got to win one of those. We need some hardware, too. You know why nice. we never win Look that, you, though? Because we don't have uh, gymnastics and a lot of those weird, like, yeah. Olympic. Oh, oh, like okay. skeet oh, shooting oh, like they yeah. do in yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's where I'm at with that. I think with all the money, the billions and billions and billions of dollars in college sports now, I feel like if you're in the SEC, the Big Ten, these super conferences, you should absolutely have all the Olympic sports. It's ridiculous that we don't have women's gymnastics here. I mean, how expensive could that be? What's the trade-off for gymnastics typically? Is it soccer? No. No, it can't be soccer. Because uh, like the sports kind of pair together, so to speak, with the exception of football, because obviously football is 85 scholarships. Uh, I'm trying to think of what we don't have and, and why we – or what we do have and don't have gymnastics. Is it crew? Rowing maybe? Yes, well, it's crew. So is – because crew, I think we're in Conference Genius. USA – on. But he then there's crew and rowing were the same thing. <laughs> he said, "I said crew." He said rowing. I was. But just see, what's sure. odd is Alabama has both of those things. But they may not have. Do they have soccer? No, they do. They do. Is it a club mm. sport? What soccer? Because that all that also plays into it. Yeah, too. if they if they label it's it a like club ho- sport, hockey, rugby, field hockey field for ho- some, lacrosse for a lot of the ACC schools is big. Lacrosse and field hockey in the ACC. Yeah, that's why Syracuse does not have a baseball team, right? Right, because they're big because into they're lacrosse. In lacrosse. Yeah, yeah, but that goes back like 60, 70 years. And like Duke has both, but I don't think Duke has soccer. Because apparently, or something like that. Jim Brown was a much better lacrosse, as good as he was at football, and he's one of the greatest ever. I was going to say he's pretty damn good. He was supposedly uh, incredible at lacrosse. Well, I know Chattanooga. They got wrestling instead of baseball down there. Because we, we need don't to bring, have wrestling. We need to bring back wrestling's one that gets me, man. We were a powerhouse. Really? Yeah, in wrestling. I never we knew that. a guy named in the 80s. What was his name? Evan McCann. His picture used to be in Stokely. And I, I don't even want to go down that road. I'm not going to get mad today. Just thinking about all our history that Stokely was Stokely was maybe the best museum for Tennessee yeah. athletics, like the old school but they stuff. They had this black and white photo. Uh, I think it was yep. Evan McCann. Uh-huh. He wrestled 155. Uh, it, all American, and he had like these two 
lumps. He didn't have ears. He, his ears were so cauliflowered, it just looked like two lumps of wax. Where he just broken it. His ears had gotten broken down. Tucker, there's no way you ever went to Stokely, is there? No. No. It, it was, was so probably cool. Like the entire ring around the upper and lower levels was just basically black and white pictures. And they had those chronographically, like it was, oh, it was so. They cool. had these really cool pictures, Tucker, where like famous plays from uh, mainly it was football, but like, like famous plays, like when we beat Alabama, have a picture and have a diagram of the play. It was just so cool. It, it was sounded neat. incredible in there. My first weekend on campus as a student, I think I said this on the air recently, uh, REM, live at Stokely. Really? It was a cool way to start college. The only problem is, Tucker, for insulation at Stokely, they uh, <clears throat> they literally just sprayed the ceiling with uh, asbestos. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a, you know, that and, like, you would go, like, I remember when you'd walk in, it was like, and I wish the arena was like this, but. Well, I, I digress. When, like, you walked into Stokely, you went down. Yeah. Like, the floor was way down below ground level. And when you're sitting up there in the stands, like, I distinctly remember playing Alabama. It was my, it was my birthday. And it's the first time I noticed there was, like, this cloud that was the size of Stokely, about 60 feet above the floor. It was just this blue cloud of cigar and cigarette smoke. You could just sit in there and smoke. Just rope them. Just dart after dart, Stogues. But yeah, I saw Marlboro. a ton of killer I mean, shows in there. Uh, police. It's mm, a good one. Uh, Sting. I uh, saw the police there. Who else did I see there? I have to go down the list. I'm pretty sure Pearl Jam played there one time. Pearl Jam played Stokely? I think Pearl Jam played Knox one time. I want to say it was at Stokely. It may have been at Civic Coliseum. I was going to say, I don't know what year the Coliseum was built. Oh, back in the 60s, I think. Is it that old? Okay. Quick tangent. Weren't they supposed to upgrade the Coliseum like five, ten years ago? They yeah, released but those it's renderings. Knoxville and nobody wanted to... Drop the coin. Yeah, and what they, what they probably should have done at some point is instead of the, I think, in my opinion, instead of building that ridiculous convention center... What they should have done on the corner of the World's Fair, you know, where the lawn is, mm-hmm, where they used to do mm-hmm. the shows, they should have built, like, a Bridgestone-style arena right yeah. there. 14,000 or... You know, I wonder, looking back, so the whole idea of upgrading the Coliseum was to get big concerts because they could sell alcohol and Tennessee couldn't, but then once that got passed in the SEC, I wonder if that was just like, well, there's no... I mean, that's well, a, that that's the, a the tough inner, break for the Coliseum, man, like... The entertainment taxes. I don't know. The Coliseums have been having concerts again. The, the big thing is, uh, I don't know if it just sunset, you know, if it was a sunset thing with the entertainment tax or what, but I'd be willing to bet with as many huge tours as we're getting again, um, they've made some kind of deal about that, the 25% entertainment tax. I think that that was a rate. If no, that was a that was a really big deal. Yeah, when you start talking about taking 20, I mean, that's 25%. You're losing money on a tour. Yeah. You know, and promoters I- are losing money. Nobody can make money. And see, certain, like, the way it was explained to me, like, depending on where, it, like, the Tennessee and the Bijou, since they were they were in either historic zones, mm-hmm. like the old city qualifiers, because Barley's, and that's how Barley's and Blue Cats used to get all those big shows. Right. Because they were exempt from having to pay. 
the entertainment tax because it was in a historic district. Gotcha. Some kind of like loophole in that. But um, it's cool. The only, the only bad part about it is the see arena sounds so bad, man. It's, When's the last time you went to a show in the arena? Uh, Russ and I went and saw the Foo Fighters about five years ago. I, I think uh, – it, it depends on the style of show. Like, it depends you, on the style of show, and it just depends on where you sit. Because if you're in the uppers, it bounces around a lot. But they have put in those new dampeners up there. But – and I know you're going to get off on this. Well, I went and saw Tool, and Tool is a very hard – band in my opinion to mike and get it to sound right it sounded it was incredible it was incredible it was it was just perfect the mix was great sound wasn't bouncing all over the place so i think they've done some improvements now some of that's going to be on what the band brings as far as you know the the amps and the speakers that they're hanging but i was really impressed with the sound of the yeah, arena also when depends i went on the you know whoever's you're at the mercy of whoever's actually behind the board exactly yeah yeah which uh, is pretty wild there's one guy a lot of ways, he's he's just as important as uh, your band on stage. But yeah, I don't know. I've I've heard a few shows in there that sounded good. The I louder, saw- like believe it, like uh, I worked a bunch of Metallica shows there, and they usually sounded pretty good. But I think it's just because they're so ear splitting that yeah, you can't pick up the nuances and <laughs> little no, things yeah, that might no not might not be perfect. Yeah. So, but anyhow, back. I guess we could get into. Into sports now, kind of a little bit of a light day. We do have uh, uh, Tennessee baseball tonight. Oh no! This yeah, afternoon actually, four thirty. Yeah, we're going to be doing live game updates for the baseball game. That is a four thirty first pitch against UNC Asheville. Tennessee announced earlier they are going orange tops, white pants. The classic. We will have for the last hour and a half of the show the live updates for that. Then of course tonight, seven p.m. Tennessee travels to Missouri. I was a little surprised by the line. Opened up at. 12 and a half. Oh, I could see I could see why Vegas would put it at that. Has dropped it to 11 and a half. Keep in mind Tennessee was what a 22 and a half point favorite over Vanderbilt. Yeah. Vanderbilt better than Missouri has beaten Missouri. Now we do have to go on the road. It feels I don't like know. Vegas might be smelling a tougher game than I expect. I just assume it's going to be tough. You, we cannot like Russ said yesterday, you do not want to be their only conference win. But I take a lot of um Oh, uh, it. My anxiety level went down once I saw Coach Clark's comment. Yeah, Rod Clark said basically that uh, nobody over there, I guess, from Barnes down to the Waterboys, has, has forgotten what happened last year when they we played Mizzou twice. They got us here and they got us in the SEC tournament. Yeah, and kind of big boyed us. And I, I think that it, it, from what it sounds like, uh, uh, Missouri uh, has Tennessee's full attention tonight. Kind of feel bad for a lot of these Missouri players who probably didn't play in those games. And well, they uh, the thing is, a bunch of them did. And what what's odd to me is like, I feel like this is a team that should be a lot better than what it has. They been don't in have conference that. Ba- they, don't, they don't have Kobe that big Brown. Yeah. They're missing a couple people, but they still had a lot of guys that went off against Tennessee last year still on that team. Yeah, but they don't have their first team All well, SEC player. I was watching SEC Network this morning, and I can't remember who it was made the comment that basically. Missouri made their hay last year by winning every close game that they played. It may have spent up two years worth of luck to get those wins last mm. year and this year. I mean, they've lost. I realize they're you know winless in the SEC. They've played a couple of pretty close games with pretty good teams, and they just can't close out the game. They can't find that <laughs> that buzzer beating three that they used to beat Tennessee last year. 
the the late run they had in the SEC tournament against Tennessee. They can't find that this year. And people are saying that maybe this is just the universe saying, hey, we gave you a little too much last year. You're not going to have that kind of success again. You know what's odd is the last two times that Missouri has come here, it's beaten Tennessee. Last two times Tennessee has gone up there, it's won decisively. Hmm. I feel like it's very random and rare in the uh, modern collegiate game. Now, granted, one of those was Conzo's last year, and they had like 10% attendance in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that one. But there was the, other, there. the other one, you know, it, it was a COVID game, but mm. Mizzou made it to the tournament that year, and Tennessee still went up there, won by 20. You know what's wild? Talking to you mentioned Conzo. Until Dalton Connect got here this year, um, and it's it's still close. Uh, Conzo Martin had one of the greatest outbursts I've ever seen in person in Thompson Bowling Arena when he was playing for uh, Gene. Was that in a tournament game? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't against Tennessee, but it was no. in Thompson Bowling. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about this. Big but dog I- went off, and then when he started cramping and he went out for a few minutes in the second half, and, like, Conzo, Conzo scored nine points, and I swear to God it was, like, ten seconds of game time. <laughs> Three. Reggie Miller style. Three. Steal. Layup. Boom. Steal. Back to him. Three. Or three, three. It was something insane, but yeah. Gonzo. Oh, Pat Forty. <laughs> oh, Patty Pat. Oh, Pat. Yeah. You missed Patty. on that one, Pat Patty, Boy. Patty, Patty. You know what kills me about Forty? And I can think of a lot of things, but go ahead. It's just here's here's all you need to know about this guy. And I know that. DR or somebody has it bookmarked or screenshot because I think he deleted this. This is how sleazy he is. I'm pretty sure he deleted it long before Bahama uh, Bahama John decided to you know hire the Shiano man. Pat Forty tweeted out when the Oregon job came open. I don't think I think yeah. How did he word? I'm paraphrasing. Basically, that Oregon fans are going to have a lot of problems. With hiring Shiano, really, because of what we talked about on the drive, we're the first show in town that that noticed that brought that caught that. I don't know if you're aware of that. No, I'm not. I yeah. don't listen to all the shows in town. The anti, the anti Shiano, uh, was was started on the drive. So he made excuses for Oregon, yeah. to not hire him. Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you, Dr. One of our buddies that listens to the shows and you know supporters, I know has it screenshotted. I see it from time to time. They'll repost it on Twitter. Is this you? <laughs> so someone screenshotted it because it's not available, right? Right. So someone's someone's got it. Yeah, that's a good. That'd be a good one to kind of save and pass around. Uh, well, it's a steal of phrase from Russell Smith. I think it's safe to say today is going to be wall to wall, y'all. 865-546-8200 to join the show. As we mentioned, Tennessee baseball first pitch, 430. We'll live update that. And then, uh, oh, Tucker, I'm so sorry. It's an away game. You're going to have to just <laughs> bear with us until the I, 6 o'clock hour. I, that's, that's all Man. good with me. That's good. Oh, you don't have to leave early, do you? No, I do well, not. Well, no, remember last time you and I closed out the final 45. Yeah. We don't need nobody. Okay, uh, first, first well, of all. I thought we handled it well. First of all, let's get one that we don't need anybody. But old Tucker's got to pull the full three today. I'm excited about it. 
I do have something I want to tell you, Houston. You're a Shiano right Sunday now? veteran. Yeah. Uh, what? Freshman Derek Schaefer will be getting the start for Tennessee tonight. Ooh. On the mound. Was that just announced? Yeah. That's got to be wild going from high, pitching in high school and then – I mean, granted, it's a midweek game, but you're yeah, still. Yeah, still, it's like, hey, here's your top ten team you just got to. By the way, here's the ball for the first yeah. home game. As you're on the on the hill tonight, and you're looking around at your your teammates, you're like, he's probably going to play major league baseball. He's going to play major league baseball. Wow, good for him. Where's he from? I got to look that up. Okay, that's no problem. Uh, one real quickly before we hit our first break. Congratulations to Jeremiah Branson. The winner of today's Crown Cleaners ticket giveaway. Uh, I would recommend, if you're within earshot of me right now, make sure you're following Fox Sports Knoxville. Make sure you're following Russell Smith, the Bear, myself, Tucker Harlan. We will be having, uh, I don't want to call them random, but the games will not be announced ahead of time. But we will be doing ticket giveaways throughout the year. If you're following these folks, you'll be the first to see it. Uh, We've done different ones in the past. We've done call-ins. Uh, today was the first person to reply to the tweet and promise you can be in town at 4.30. Got the tickets. That was Jeremiah Branson. Congrats to him. I think uh, I just texted him a minute ago. He is on the way to the game. Going to maybe stop off do a little <clears throat> a little pregame activity. All right. But good for him. So this kid's from Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. A desert guy. Like it. Here's something cool. You know what his high school name is? Like Cact- the, the, the name of his high school? Yeah, that he attended. <laughs> hmm, what? Cactus Shadows High School. Ooh. That's a cool name. It's kind of weird. Uh, can either one of you guys name me the last uh, highly touted athlete we got out of Phoenix, Arizona? Was it? Oh, I don't want to be wrong. I can't believe you guys are. No, I think I know. Here, I'm going to write it down. I want Tucker to see me write that down. Who was it? Terrence DeLon Fair. Oh, that's right, duh. Oh. I knew that. Oh, T-Fair. That's my bad. Founder of the drive. Where was Dale Ellis founding from? Founding plank owners. Huh? Where was Dale Ellis from? I have no idea. I cannot recall. For some reason. I almost said Vegas. I, you know, I almost I, said Vegas, uh, here's, Davis. An, here's an interesting thing, and I, I always forget this. The infamous Larry Legend. Georgia. Didn't take his warm-up top off. Walked in the locker room and said, "Who's playing? Who's finishing second in the three-point shooting contest?" Larry oh Bird, yeah, 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 legendary. You know that Larry story. It was Dale Ellis who came in second. So his take on it's pretty interesting. Complimentary or no? He was pretty. I think he was. He was pretty put out. Kind of mad. Offended, yeah. And then I mean, what do you do? I think that's what he. Uh, basically say. It's the goat. It's Larry Legend. French Lick's finest. You ever been to French Lick, Indiana, Tucker? I have not. Yeah, you didn't miss much. You ever been to Gary? I have not been there either. I don't know if I've been I'd rather Gary. not. I might have drove through. Gary sounds scarier than Memphis. Really? Yeah. I've only been to Santa Claus, Indiana. I think I drove past the exit for Santa Claus. I've never been in the state of Indiana. You've never been in Indiana? Mm -mm. I have traveled up and down the eastern seaboard all over. But the furthest west I've ever been is probably either Lotte Rock in Arkansas or on the way to the Sugar Bowl when I was at UT. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, everybody got drunk. We left at like midnight and let me That's drive. Genius. And I've got that whole like, you know, thing where I'm not I'm not supposed to drive at night because I can't see. Yeah, yeah. And we were on our way to New Orleans. We somehow ended up in like East Texas. I was gonna say you've never been to Texas. Well, I took a wrong. Yeah, I've been to so Texas. accidentally you went to Texas. Yeah, you've never been to California, huh? I'm really? going in. Uh, I, I got to get with the big man, Big Mac. But I'm going out there. Um, this that's one of my vacations. I'm I'm gonna go out and hang out with. You uh, may want to hurry. Hang out with McClure. You may want to hurry. Why? Apparently the grocery delivery biz uh, took a, took a setback last week. Oh no! Yeah, you didn't listen to John and Cody's pod. Not yet. I'm saving it for tonight. Yeah, I won't spoil it, but maybe make I, that. Make, I saw a clip. Make that call a little faster than you thought. That's all. Did, did Cody get fired? Uh, uh fired de- may de- not be the right word. Deactivated was the phrase he used. He's already picked up another gig. I mean, he can appeal that. He did. It was denied. Really? Yeah. Pretty funny story. I have to tell you off the air because that wasn't in the pod, but John told me part of it. Well, yeah. Pretty good. That is really good. The world's greatest podcast in America. That's what they called uh, Talk Sports. It was the the world's greatest show in Tennessee, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Russ good. said from 12 to 3. I think it did say, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think it was like yeah. the world's greatest show in Tennessee yeah. from 12 to 3. Got to give him credit. Little Brothers. Our, the drives little brothers talk we sports. We don't need to belittle them. It's just, I'm not. You know, I just, just bro- I love those guys. Brothers is fine. Brothers. I still miss talk sports. Do you guys? Oh, I do too. The, the yeah, m- but I have really liked the morning show. Like I listen to. Yeah. It, I listen to at least two and a half hours of it every day. At least. It's just been so. It, it's been. There's a change. Yeah. Yeah, it is change sad. is hard. Not well, see, it's not as hard for you because you were on the morning show. This is but true. Everybody, like I have my re- my whole routine is uh, starting to settle in. So, speaking of new routines, uh, this is officially the old White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios, boys. Oh yeah, we'll get into that yeah, on, on the other on side. The, yeah, yeah. I gave uh, I gave Bear the grand tour. Today. I saw I, I I saw our command center. So, so Bear is. He's seen, content to leave. He's seen the dream. What you're telling me. He's seen the vision. Houston's going to talk to Ryan and get me a spot from, you know, the stuff I'm going to put on the wall. My little corner. Your little shrine back there. Yeah. Basically, that's what it was. Johnny Major's an oasis. All right, you're listening <laughs> to Drive. Uh, let's load him up. 865-546-8200. Uh, as always, when, uh, what do you call him, Tucker? Uh, Benito Russolini? <laughs> When, yes. when he's not here, uh, um, we like to get uh, as many of you guys in as we can. So 865-546-8200, let's load it up and have some fun. Uh, you're listening to Drive on Fan Run Radio. Drive rages on. I have seen the future of Fan Run, Tucker. Really? Oh, God. It's incredible, man. I can't wait. It's good. 
if he's saying that, it's got to be pretty good. Yeah, it's got to be good. Bear's not a sugar coater. Mm-mm. It's not what he does. No. Tell the truth. Honest to a fault. It is a truthful Tuesday. It is. Uh, I have been accused, as we start segment number two, of quote-unquote striking again. I've been accused previously of making sure that uh, Billy Stats, Davey Hudson, Nate Hodges, Adam Hickman were no longer on the fan-run airwaves, and now I'm being accused of keeping Russell Smith away from his show. Well, number one, that's patently false. Thank you. There's nowhere Russell would rather be right now than, you know, in the captain's chair, breaking it down to levels beyond scientific here on the drive. But life happens. Russell had to take care of something. He'll be back tomorrow. So, ha, to you people. And quite honestly, some of those guys you listed off, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a really bad thing. Maybe better off without them type thing. Yeah. Addition by subtraction type exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. It happened for a reason for most of them. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm fired up. Looking forward to that. We got baseball just now getting cranked up. It's, we're heading into one of my favorite times of the year, and it, it's been so nice. Uh, I'm just – I don't know. I'm having a hard time being negative about anything UT-related right now because mm-hmm. we have fun year-round now covering – I mean – it's a lot more fun to cover your favorite team when you're good. Like everybody always thinks that we like it when you know people are mad and calling in. Yeah, and yeah. That's it's always funny when people say that. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We're we're fans too. It's fan run radio. We we want the team to do well. Yeah. The teams, all of them. I mean, it's it's just soul crushing. It just sucks a life out of you when it gets you know. And I don't know. I'm thankful. I can't believe that we're finally here. Yeah. I mean, several people will tell you that on the beat. It's more fun to cover a winning team than a losing team. As a matter of fact, I had a Vandy writer come up to me the other night. He said, I bet you're having a much better time than I am. 100%. Yeah. I mean, true. can you imagine being on the Memphis beat Oof. and having to deal with, Ugh. you know, Coach Cusson and. Especially like they. I don't know what's worse. Like, if you're just. Like, Missouri this year, they've just kind of been bad. But at least they had football. Memphis didn't have football. And Memphis basketball started out like, oh, this is what they get up to ten. Yeah, yeah. They're and now they now they've lost. Uh, I'd say they're six of eight or seven of ten. Yeah, they've been miserable just in AAC bad. play. That'll just that'll strip your soul. Um, tonight's game. Any any concern? By the way, real quick. Yeah, just simply because it's on the road and that weird thing that's going on this year with yeah. Uh, Top, top 10, 10 teams on the road against yeah. unranked teams. I mean, that's a sub 500 record for top 10 teams on the dude, road against unranked teams. I don't know if you saw it, but somebody off Ohio State made Zach Eady eat a ball, like <laughs> stuffed him, like served it up to him. So, yeah, I'm a little nervous. You know, you'd be a fool not to be. Oh, they're just so bad. They don't play defense. I, if you don't play defense against us, I feel like. Like, if you do what Kentucky did, or uh, who was it we had in here after? Bama. Bama. Bama didn't play a lick of defense when they came up here. You don't play defense against this bunch, we will lay 90-plus yeah. on you. And it's more so this year than in years past, just with what you got with Connect, and then and Connect just, opening it up for everybody yeah, else. Yeah. yeah, and all our shooters are guys that, you know, if they've got time to get squared up, feet set, and in mm-hmm. their spot, they they hit more often than they miss. 
Um, the teams we have trouble with are teams that'll you know face guard just get right up on yeah. us. Used to be the opposite. I yeah, feel like. but but this year, I th- I think back to that first half against North Carolina. That was some of the best defensive effort I've seen by a team all season. Like North Carolina came out ready to play defense, and they got out and ran, and they took a big well, lead. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, I put them up there. They're up there with. I mean, they're in the top four right now. Yeah, no, they're. I mean, they're they're great. I just remember watching that game, thinking, "Wow." These guys are so big, so athletic, and they were working so hard. Right. Like, our guys work hard all the time, but they they came out to start that game and had a different level of energy. And then you saw it in the second half because they yeah. – I think they wore themselves out and we damn near clawed our way back into the game. And they, they had something to prove this year, too, right after what happened last year when they're ranked number one. Everybody's got yep, them yep. going back to the national title and just couldn't live up to the hype. Barry, you mentioned the overlap, like this being one of your favorite parts of the year. Oh, yeah. I, I find the basketball-football overlap slightly stressful. I love the basketball-baseball overlap. Well, yeah, because you get like like this week we've got what? <laughs> what was there seven games this five, week or seven, six? Yeah, we've got no, we've got seven seven games in like five days. It's insane. I love. I mean, it. five baseball, but still, I mean, there's something that we'll be paying attention to. Yeah, but like Saturday to Sunday, but being a truthful Tuesday, I don't really watch midweeks. What really? I'll, I'll check in on them and stuff, but no, I, I got to decompress, man. I can't watch as like I, I I can't go as hard as you guys do seven days a week on sports. Oh, I love the midweek baseball games. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday are my like detox nights, unless something major's going on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, baseball is just usually. I mean, it, it's more like watching a scrimmage to me because we. Yeah, oh yeah, the midweeks especially. Yeah. But it is nice. You're up, you know. 10 nothing after two or three innings, and you get to see all the young guys, kind of get to know the roster a little bit. I, mean, I do enjoy I'm, that. I'm not, I'm not going to say that I don't check in on it. Yeah. It yeah. is kind of the bane of the beat guy's existence on the uh, but it, midweek but baseball stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it, let's not, I, it's, it ain't like it's LSU on a weekend in, no, in, no, in yeah. early May where I'm watching Living and Dying on every pitch. Exactly, so. yeah. No, it's very much a I, – I, I always watch them, but it's definitely a – the game's on, but I can do some work on the computer. Or it's the, background ga- noise the game's to some on, degree. and I can be making dinner. It's not a I have to have everything in front of me because I'm not going to be leaving my seat for three hours. But it's still fun. I do enjoy it. You big covering the baseball games guy? Hmm? Big on it? Oh, do you yeah. enjoy it? Like, hey, I know, why are you even asking this kid? This? I'm just curious. I know, I know basketball serves you up a spread. Sometimes it's pizza. Sometimes it's Moe's. Sometimes it's Buddies. What's what's the baseball game? What's that scene like? like? I feel like you should be getting like peanuts and maybe some popcorn, I feel like hot he, dogs. The way he talks, I can already tell. He does not like the tent. He's not a big fan of the tent. The tent There's will, nowhere to put you guys. The tent will be a thing of the past here soon, thankfully. Yeah. So, and it was because of your coverage in the tent that this program exploded through national media and donors, because you guys gave the message that, hey, this team's for real. You built this new stadium, Tucker. You should take pride in it. Do uh, do the baseball be guys a little bit different, aren't they, than the other? What do you mean? A lot of them are the same people. But is it like a different, yeah, it's a they, different feel it, it, for a baseball yeah. game, right? Once yeah. those guys, once they get to the, you know, there's some of them. We all know who they are, and they're hardcore baseball guys. Some of them are, yes. They feed you? Not really. <gasps> they have hot dogs up there, and that's about it. It's a baseball well, game. That's all you need. A hot dog? 
Do what? You too good for a hot dog? No. That's all you need. Cracker Jack and a hot dog. I'm sorry, it's not Game some time. kind of big taco spread for Moe's. <laughs> Wasn't asking for it. Yeah, but if we get strikeouts, you can go get some queso. That is true. K's for queso exists. But I think you have to have a ticket to the game. You can't flash your media pass? Like, hey, I was here. Can you? Do you have access to a concession stand at least? Yes. Okay. It's not bad. But it's not, what's, your, what's, a, what's your favorite, football or basketball? What, just spreads in general? Just the overall game experience and coverage. Yeah, like if you had to cover one game. Oh, it would definitely be football. Okay. Yeah. So you are, were you in the house tonight we beat Alabama? Of course. In I, I, I wasn't covering the game, but I was there. As a fan? Yeah. Ah, boy. Did you get on the field? I did not. Hmm. Chance and some of those guys have told some funny stories about like, football press box serious. Oh, it is. It It is and it isn't. I, I found it to be – and things may have changed. I found the football press box experience to be rather pretentious at times. <laughs> um, and then other times – They're covering football, man. I know. like, And that's how I always felt. It's It, it was just like – like they obviously that you know Tennessee I can't remember who it was like reminder there is no cheering in the press box like okay that's fine but then somebody would get excited at a big play not necessarily cheering but just like wow and then you just hear people whispering like oh did you hear that guy who was cheering in the press box I couldn't believe this these amateurs it's just like it's like we're watching a football game lighten up have some fun like so guys like me and Russ wouldn't mm. I only did it a handful of times, and I was like, "This, this just isn't for me. Like, I need to be open air. I need to be able to scream and yell." And There's have really a good not time. many of us here at the station. Now. I'm saying, Reed, no way. Mm-mm. Miller, absolutely not. <laughs> no chance. I don't know if he could get credential, but no, it'd be a bad. That'd be a bad time. Holander, no. <laughs> Young, no. <laughs> Marcus might be okay. He's pretty. Yeah, he is pretty sedate. I've never. I've never watched a sporting event with Marcus like if something goes well is he like screaming or is he like I don't know that was a very good play he didn't come, he couldn't make it to any of the he didn't come to any of the watch parties because he was he had to work his uh his day job I actually met Marcus at a watch party uh, at Craven Wings right yeah yeah but I had to leave before the game started so I didn't get to watch it with him I just don't do well that's why I always leave I can do I can do a watch party for a half, but if things aren't going well, I have to be in my own environment where I can get mad and punch Basketball pillows. Basketball, I handle a little bit easier. Football's just, I mean, the first time we get screwed on a call or yeah, it's over. Yeah, like my entire mood is absolutely just shot at that point. Yeah, I have to I go can't. to a quiet place. I mean, uh, like Florida. What was it? We we kicked a field goal or we blocked a field goal? It was a blocked field goal. And then we were up seven to three or seven nothing. We were looking pretty good. And then they scored two quick touchdowns. And, and it was over. It it was like somebody turned on the the vacuum. The run of the energy in that place. The the their big run yeah. where we had the bust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I really don't think Kamal realized that he didn't. There was nobody behind him. That or he didn't think that was the guy with the ball. It was one. I, 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 I've watched that a few times. I still and like I I've seen online. Like I, that's one. Like that dude was unreal. Like our season really took. I think it, it cost us a game. At least one game. No, it probably did cost you the Missouri game. Yeah, because you kept bailing in coverage because they were scared of uh, burden. And that's when take, Kamal Kamal would have shut him down. That's when is it is it Schrader? 
Yeah. Corey Schrader. But Cody, I, I would Cody I Schrader. would love to sit down and, us up. And, and just ask him, like, what what happened? Like, what did you see I, here? Yeah, we're not – no one's assigning any blame. That was, that was a team loss that night. Sure, sure, Kamal. sure. But, but specifically here. Here, just like we're just kind of curious. Did What happened on that play? Did you think that was a fullback? Did you think you had safety help behind you? Did you think he weighed 100 pounds less than he did? These are the questions. Inquiring minds must know the answers to. Love you. To death. Yeah. Do anything for you. He's one what? of the best. He's one of, I mean, he, he got – now, you talk about somebody who got a bad rap. He did. That kid did. He did. He's one of the – It started he, in the South really, Carolina game, man. He, he deserves – Cockgate. Yeah. He deserves a uh, – he probably deserves an, an apology from a lot of people. Many people. They've said some ugly things about that Very. guy. And it's one thing to be frustrated with a player after a play. It's another to tweet at them constantly that they should be so benched and kicked off the team. So. Just a thought. Uh, on the other side, Hendon Hooker made a post on uh, Instagram, apparently. Uh-oh. Is it good or bad? Is it going to make me upset? No, it's just something to talk about. Uh, made made some comments about NIL and uh, we'll 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 maybe jump into that a little bit. The tease. Um, go ahead and take our last break of hour number one. Um, also, phone lines eight six five five four six eighty two hundred. Feel free to call in, and we'll be back with more of the drive after this. <laughs> Cruising along here on a kind of a lazy Tuesday afternoon. Beautiful day. We've got a baseball game and a big basketball game tonight. 45 minutes from first pitch at Lindsey Nels. We just need to take care of business tonight, Houston, and then we can turn our full attention to the human thumb. Okay, hang on. And, and, his, and his, his antics. I will give you antics. He, he pulled some antics. I like Buzz Williams. When he came in and got his uh, his tail kicked a couple years ago, but he came out in the Pat Summit shirt after the game, I had to, had to admit I was. I thought, man, that's a guy who kind of respects the uh, the greats. So he was at I don't know if you know this. He was at Marquette when Tyler was the coach there, so he got to know Pat a little bit when she would come up to watch Tyler and stuff. Okay. And everything I've heard about Buzz is that he is just a salt-of-the-earth guy. He's just a flamboyant caller of timeouts is all. Took it to the limit. He needs to keep his rear end over there on the sideline. Well, he need, well I, I, I do not disagree, but it's also on the refs a little bit for you can't let him get out there without a warning or a tee real quick. By the way, I don't know if you heard that, Bear. Commander Chuck, uh, the, the accident this morning on 640 near Broadway. Did you hear about this? Yes. It was the, right in my the, wheelhouse. The tractor trailer that overturned carrying yeah. Pop-Tarts. You don't think I check in with Mark, Mark Nagy on, with TDOT first thing in the morning? They're still cleaning that bad boy up? It's Are a lot they? Of, it's a lot of, it's what he just said. It's a lot of Pop-Tarts, bro. I just, that's a lot of freight because the, the picture I saw, it looked like the trailer was cubed. Mm. That means it's completely cubed out. Yeah. Like it's solid. Yeah. And Not soft topped. 
No. I mean, it's like, and it's cubed out. Um, that's what we always called it when I worked in that field. But it's where it's from, you lift the back door, and it's solid freight all the way to the front of the yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. So, those can be a mess. And Pop-Tarts and, you know, you get a bunch of busted boxes. It's not the easiest thing to clean out on the side of an interstate. What was the big one last year? There was a big spill somewhere, and it was, uh, it wasn't cereal, but it was something that's like super, super small, and it was just Every, everywhere. I, I I know what you're talking about. I, I, can't, I can't remember, remember what it was, yeah. but they showed pictures from, and whatever it was, it could blow in the wind a little bit. And the aerial shots were like, here's the truck, and here is just the scattered debris field of whatever it was hauling. Hope everybody's okay up on 640 near Broadway. And if uh, you haven't yet, maybe make your way down there for some uh, free Pop-Tart giveaways. Trey Wallace, talking to you. I still – he got he got a little bit – he bristled up when I went after him about it. Yeah, he uh, – Because you don't believe him, right? the Pop-Tarts in there? Yeah, he said he, they've been riding I'm in his passenger seat for I've a month. I've seen pictures of Trey when he was a little kid and looks a lot like my pictures from when I was a little kid. And it looks like a lot of pictures, a couple of pictures I've seen of you when you were a little kid. You've never seen a picture of me. And let's not, uh, let's not act like I couldn't tell you exactly what you look like, Tucker, as a little kid. We're all husky guys. Okay? Yeah. And I'm just saying, if Pop-Tarts, if, if, if Pop-Tarts weren't his jam, his go-to, he had... He had one. Now I want to know what it is. Are you saying one pop tart would cause huskiness forever? No, but when you're a husky kid, like I know Trey ate sweets. You ain't fooling me, Trey. You're eating a lot of something, just like I was. Pop tarts. Big pop tart guy. Well, Trey's kind of sneaky big, anyhow. He's a big guy. Yeah, I don't buy it. I you think, think he's eating pop tarts? I just don't know how you could how you could avoid. Yeah, they're like sometimes you had no choice. I mean, when we were kids, I mean, even Trey's not, he's not. You know, I mean, he would have been no. in a generation where it was like, I know his, I you know, no, I mean, I know his dad. They're in every gas station, every grocery store. They're in every I'm just vending saying, machine. Sometimes you'd wake up, you go down, and that's what got handed to you. And if you didn't want that, you just you were sol. Yeah, you're going hungry to lunch. Yeah, it's like this is what I have for you to eat. You're running late. Take this with you. Go. Like your generation. The candy bar generation is what I call you guys. Me? Yeah. Soft as Charmin. Whoa. Tucker's a hardworking man. I know he is. He gives his all for the drive in his university. Yeah. He built Lindsey Nelson Stadium. His generation soft. If you think I'm bad, the Gen Alphas are going to be worse. That's the TikTok generation. You know how bad uh, they'll, gonna, they'll be bad, but they'll be so easy to take advantage do, of. Do you know how bad it's going to be in middle school for those kids when their entire life is documented all over social media? Say in like 10 years, middle school is going to be miserable they'll, for those they'll kids. They'll get away with nothing, as it should be. Hmm. If you're going to be that dumb, you got to pay the consequences. Well, Sorry, sp- not sorry. Speaking, uh, yes, of, speaking uh, of social media, I, I did want to get this. You teased in. Hendon Hooker. Let's see what he had to say. He made a post on Instagram. And let me pull it up here. Uh, It's basically just a statement. It said, and I quote, young bulls, please do not be a slave to these college collectives. Read your contracts with your attorney and ask every question. Don't be in such a rush to make this little bit of money when when the end goal is way bigger. Hashtag protect your chicken. 
I got to admit, that's the first time I've ever heard someone say, protect your chicken. I will Same. be taking it up, though. I do like it yeah, as part of friends. my vernacular. It might be making an addition. Protect your chicken. I agree wholeheartedly with him. Like, for me, the thing I worry about with NIL is that I worry that there's not a support system mm -hmm. for these kids and the support and, like, sound. Um, like financial advice? Financial advice. Legal advice, with, right. That where nobody is trying to, and I know it's pie in the sky, nobody's trying to mm -hmm. take money from you. Um, Manipulate I, I, you. Like, they should be doing a lot more. Like, they should be bringing, like, to me it'd be a no-brainer. You get, because we all know who they Marshawn Lynch. Mm -hmm. There are professional you know, former professional football players, professional athletes that took care of themselves and made really good decisions and understood mm -hmm. that you're only going to earn – I think it was Marshawn Lynch. Uh, it was an interview with him where I, I think he, he said this. Basically, you've got a very small part of your life to make all the money mm -hmm. to take care of you for the rest of your life. So that was why he – and he never – you know, that whole story about he never wanted to go back to having cockroaches in, mm -hmm. his, in a cereal box. So – but – and what little bit of uh, – just the first – the little bit of glances that um, – you know, somebody posted one online, like one of these contracts. What jumped out at me was I've seen a couple just because I had friends that signed with – that had major label deals – and what jumped out at me was there was language in there that looked really similar to like a like a recording contract. Mm -hmm. And just from what I've heard from friends, I don't, I you know, not that I don't know firsthand, but you have to be very careful. Yeah, you uh, gotta, I mean, you have to have. It's not good enough just to have a lawyer. You gotta have a lawyer that understands how those those are very complicated contracts. Yeah, so that's I see what. Hendon saying. Start seeing words like uh, deferred, yeah, delayed, recoupable. Recoup, yeah, exactly. Recoupable. Like, that 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 was one of the words that jumped out. I was like, I know what recoupable is. Yeah, that's we give you this up front, and then, and then when you no start making how many money, we get you it. Sell, right. You're never going to get any money off of them. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I. My my initial thought when I you know you just sent that to me, my initial thought was like, oh man, I I hope, I hope this isn't a um. Hey, I, I had this happen to me. Don't let this happen to you. But I don't. I don't think that's the case. That this sounds like a guy who, uh, because his brother plays, right? Doesn't he have a brother who plays? Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Doesn't he yeah, have a younger N -C -A -N -T. brother? Yeah. N C A N T. Yeah. Alston Hooker's his name. Okay. Yeah. That's right. So, but uh, he's not in a big NIL. No, no, no. No. But, but you know, he also has a lot of friends that are in college. As this has now become an even more and more you know popular topic and. Frankly, well, yeah, not he's even just, popular he's, in your face. He's an all-around good dude, and he's like, you yeah, know, you got to take care of your own, and you know, you always, you always want, you know. And I think we all agree, Hendon Hooker, super smart guy. Oh yeah, you know, great family. You know, just uh, oh, he's up there. He's he's up there as some of the you know one of the best and brightest. Yeah, I I take this as a let me let me put this out there to make sure that people I know, people that might see this think about it instead of like he said don't be so quick to oh you see dollar signs and just want to sign the deal read the contract get your attorney to read the contract make sure it's the best thing for you that's going to set you up long term which 
I mean, I I know he's only what 20, 23, 24 now, but oh, Grandpa Hooker coming down to lay down some yeah, advice but, I mean, for you, the young fellas. Yeah, you, you have to think about that because you have to think about in those terms. I mean, you you're not going to make all this money all your life. No, can't play forever. No, like like you said, small window. Yes, the earnings are great, but the window, especially in the game of football, very very small. Very small. Well, that'll do it for hour number one. We've got hour two coming up next. Uh, Tucker Harlan will be in. Will be in with your top four at four. Uh, stay with us. You listen to the drive on Fan Run Radio. <laughs>